Hello once again and thanks for tuning in to another edition of AIW's The Card Is Going To Change. Before we get into this week's episode, of course, the obligatory shout out to our sponsors, uh, Question Mark, who help us bring this show to you for free each and every week. Uh, they've always been so good to us, so we're going to keep on plugging them until we're able to provide it to you. But thanks to Angelo's Pizza, we've served Angelo's Pizza at AIW shows for years now, and they are doing a, a tremendous job of trying to keep everybody safe but still enjoy their award-winning pizza. The dining room is now open, but you can order delivery and takeout if you are in the Cleveland area from Angelo's on Madison Avenue in Lakewood, Ohio. Thanks to... Pollyanna DIY for the amazing work that he's done for us in the past. Uh, we're still trying to find out if we're going to get some more enamel pins from him. Who knows? Tweet at Pollyanna DIY. But uh, I, I believe at the very least he may still have some things he's trying to sell off, whether he gets out of the game or not. Support him. And thanks, of course, to Smartmark Video and their partnership with IWTV. You can sign up at independentwrestling.tv using the code ABSOLUTE. Get yourself a five-day free trial. But between the combination of the two, you can purchase a DVD or download MP4 and watch every single AIW show there is that has been Everyone. recorded. Uh, that's at smartmarkvideo.com. Also, also yeah. watch some AIW. Get re- get ready for the week. Get ready for ne- this upcoming <clears throat> Sunday. Get on IWTV, get those AIW streaming numbers up because that also helps uh, our our compensation uh, that is going to be coming in. Uh, the hours viewed is definitely definitely needs to get back up. I mean, I understand we haven't released anything new. Uh, <laughs> it's in, uh, man, like eight, seven, eight months. I don't know how, how long ago was February at this point. Uh, six and a half months ago. Time is a time. It's like time has stopped. Like Monsoon Classic was messaging me yesterday, and I was just like, I, "Like what? I, I don't even know." It seems like time time hasn't even moved forward. I don't know. He was making his little hype video that he does, the Monsoon Classic hype video for Twitter. Yeah, he's asking me about. You know, Johnny Patch, and I was like, oh, he's just on the one in November. But I was like, oh, wait, like, November isn't that far away. <laughs> like, <laughs> it, But it seems like the Hell on Earth 15 wasn't that long ago because nothing has happened, really, uh, in a long time. So it's, it's in a weird place where some things feel like yesterday because nothing's happened, and other things feel like so long ago. I know. it's uh, it, it is – man, it's crazy. But get those, get those IWTV, AIW numbers up. Uh, you know, we're trying to we, we're trying to re to rebuild our momentum up. Yeah, I, I, cause I you know I was thinking about John the February show. Hey yo, seems like it was a year plus ago. I know. And when Scott Hall came out, he had me introduce him as soon to be two time WWE Hall of Famer. But Did, that didn't even happen. It didn't happen. It never oh materialized because of everything. How crazy is that? I didn't even think of that. That's crazy. Oh man, I will say in a in a in you know, there's a little bit of positive momentum building. One of the big positives was uh, Pedro still had the meet and greet money from that show, <laughs> <laughs> stowed away in his house, uh, at, you know, in a very safe location. Uh, I, I went down there this weekend, and did a little accounting to get ready for this. The show coming up, and he's like, "Oh, hey, you know, like I, I've been holding on to this for you." 
<laughs> I was like, oh, well, this helps. If you ever listen, a lot of people don't trust banks this day and age. It's like we've gone backwards in society. And so if, if you want to trust somebody with your money, and every last Pedro. dollar is there. Every last dollar is accounted for. He had everything uh, in tip-top shape, which was a pleasant. Speaking of money, we we have to shout out Paul Greer again, official sponsor. Yeah. Of uh, this Sunday, this podcast, AIW as a whole, I suppose at this point, uh, <laughs> as well as uh, Sam and Jay Gold, the Goldstein uh, brothers, the mysterious benefactors themselves. Uh, also supporting the the show this Sunday, uh, very thankful for that because let me tell you, I didn't think Airbnbs in the Indi- Indianapolis area were going to be that expensive. I mean, I guess I really am just I, I really uh, underestimated the uh, the travel accommodations for Indianapolis, Indiana. Uh, that Airbnb, I mean, it makes new it makes the the Airbnb in New Jersey look look cheap i mean it's it's crazy <laughs> i couldn't believe it and that was a pretty solid uh palatial estate in new jersey too yeah uh so i was a little i don't know maybe if it's because of the covid and there's just not a lot of rental properties that could man. be it's a supply demand kind of thing yeah. maybe yeah sure that airbnb hurt but i will say uh paul greer the goldstein brothers they have helped lessen the blow going into this weekend which is I mean, it's a terrifying, it's a terrifying week. You know, here we are, the first hard sell Monday in what seven months? Seven. Yeah, yeah. And also, they oh, shout out to the fun little rivalry that they've created in the uh, Discord because of us <laughs> throwing out the money. All I'm thing. saying is, Paul Greer, he he donated more money than both of them combined. Hey, so, uh, Sam Goldstein, though, I I started doing the not a cameos. <laughs> <laughs> to help pay for it. back to car talk folks welcome back to car talk to help me fund this new vehicle that i got uh wasn't trying to get as soon as i did but sam goldstein uh paid me to do a not a cameo uh back to school ring intros for his children so uh, well nothing will make you go back to school <laughs> faster than that i suppose yeah he woke woke them up with it so uh but yeah, first first hard sell Monday since February. What would that week be? February sixteenth, maybe. I, I think it was. That. I don't know. Seventeenth. I know the show was February twenty seventh. Time is a flat so, circle, man. That's all. Yeah. I mean. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so folks, this episode is a hard sell Monday between uh, AIW owner John Thorne. My name is Steve Guy, your moderator of sorts. Which We're, we got to get the momentum going. The momentum of the podcast is is not caught back on. We, the IWTV monthly viewing, you know, there's a lot of momentum. And th- that's kind of what I want to talk about a little bit is the real, like, just I, people don't realize, like, you know, like people like associate like momentum with sports teams and, you know, like a baseball team gets hot and they get momentum and, you know, it's just, uh, the, the, the hardest thing for me. And I think everybody in AIW is I felt like we just had uncontrollable momentum coming out, uh, the second half of 2019 and going right into 2020. Like it was just like, Oh, as the young kids would say, shit was popping off. 
it was just hit after hit after hit <laughs> and like everything was just clicking and the the crowds yeah. were way up um and it was just like a can't miss you know and like uh, and and we as you always say AIW became this well-oiled machine and we really did we had that locked down to the point where not only were the crowds up but we had the shows so laid out that yeah everything like everything was just like they stayed hot the entire time so if you were there in the crowd you were i mean even if there was a match you weren't necessarily looking forward to but the crowd was just so into everything hello mr whiskers and (laughs) come on we're recording whiskers come on (laughs) and the crowd was hot for that which then translated to the viewing audience you know we started doing more live streams because we were able to afford it because that audience was going up plus the partnership with iwtv made it easier i mean everything was just connecting from a production standpoint we were able to do something different that not a lot of independents were doing for you uh you know with like throwing if you if you looked on i always read the tweet twitter just, just to get the, the feedback from people but with a partnership with the odeon people love the look of that and then people at home watching enjoying the fact that if they've never tuned into aiw before they're getting uh these quick little catch-up videos, you know, the video packages before, like for 30 seconds before each match, they get that, and and not a lot of independents are doing that. Plus, they get the uh, A-team on commentary, whether it be the Duke and Wadsworth and Carson and Wadsworth. Just everything that we needed was was coming together and, and fueling The intermission this, shows this with Weird World, there was just so much different things that were just exactly. Hitting. Yeah, and and it, it was it was uh, an identity, I guess is a is a good word, right? Like we yeah, we, we were, had this we were, strong identity. We've all, we've always had our own identity, but it's for whatever reason we are always kind of I don't want to say middle of the pack because I I know we're not middle of the pack, but like you know, it's like I really felt like we're you know we were really entering the upper echelon of united states wrestling you know and um, yeah it's uh the momentum was just getting better and through iwtv like 2020 when you know we come out with that built to like we're built to last that like just total like just uh mission statement for the year yeah. you know and yeah. it's just like 2019 especially the second half was just uh, amazing you know we kill it at the collective mania weekend we you know end up with some of our biggest draws of all time especially hell on earth 15 um you know we have something like 700 people in there or something like that paid like packed um and you know the finances were going good everything was just it can't miss and you know we're we're we developed this relationship with with well, we had a relationship, but we further kind of get in bed with um, IWTV through the merger with Smart Rock Video, and we have all these plans to do you know to bounce back and forth between Fight and IWTV for live. Everything was going to stream live for the most part in 2020. Uh, we have this gigantic plan laid out. Uh, I really feel w- like at the beginning of 2020 with how well oiled the machine became because like you said it's and it's not only just the show it's you know 
the 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 captains, the lieutenants, if you, whatever you want to call them, the people like Doctor Dan and yeah. uh, Dom, and you know all these other people really understand their roles in the company and how you know we kind of have this um you know this kind of like hierarchy like internally built in to where everything is going to run smooth because you know dan has his things dom has his things you know uh just uh, all these different aspects are really just there's so much synergy within the company and you know i really feel that 2020 when, when 2020 started that it was really going to be a eye-opening year for fans when it comes to AIW. I really felt that way because I just feel that, and you know, I'm obviously biased, but I just feel like our shows are a lot more well-rounded than a lot of shows. And by going live and, you know, we were going to be on IWTV and we were going to be producing so much content, I felt that it was time for the, for the playing field to be leveled a little bit. And we were really going to finally shine and get our our shot kind of you know with these fans that maybe have never given us a chance before or whatever it just felt like everything all the stars had aligned finally and i was so like i'm never a positive person and i i felt so positive about 2020 and man that was the hardest part about covid when it hit and everything comes crashing down and you know like i've said it a million times probably by at this point on this podcast but we get our first gigantic paid show set up you know we were getting a a a, a venue was paying us guarantee like we were like a touring musical you know act or whatever Mm -hmm. and uh it was just like everything was lined up and we had a ton of other negotiations in place like that and it was just like oh my god like everything is just falling into place like you know like we've never had offers like that to just like hey you know we're paying you to show up because what you guys do and the the analytics of the crowds that we drew and everything people especially in ohio as far as businesses or venues or whatever you want to say festivals people were, were paying attention and uh, you know yeah. we were getting a lot of inquiries and that is like why it became even so hard to do this podcast once covid hit and everything crashed down because that mo- like you know there's one thing about momentum and how great it makes you feel but all that momentum hitting a brick wall was so defeating for all of us i think oh yeah it's it sucked bad. I mean, two weeks maybe before everything shut down, or maybe a, maybe it was only a week before. Doctor Dan and I were out try and and creating or discussing a new venture kind of thing that we were going to do, a whole new concept that was going to basically help people who we get a lot of people that come in from Pennsylvania, and then we have people who come in from Pennsylvania every once in a while, and they want something a little bit closer to like the Pittsburgh area or something. And we formulated something that was going to be incredible. Um, I don't want to talk too much about it. I think we have said some, yeah, some people know, some people know about it, but yeah, but yeah, you know, I mean, that we was, still that was going to be, and that was a whole other thing that, you know, was, I, I felt that was also going to, it was, it was going to be 
at the level of when when Russell when Worldwide finally got us to give in and do Russell Rager at now that's class. This other concept that you know I had had in my head, but I had no way to figure out how to do it. And Dan did some research, and you guys went out and had some meetings because I I think I had to work or something. Yeah, but. I feel that that could have been in comparison uh, of fan support wise to Russell Rager, if that makes sense. You know, it would have been on that level of here is a brand new event in the AIW calendar year that is going to be just as kind of um, the the anticipation would have been just as great. I feel for Russell Rager. Now that's class for this new concept that we had. It was it was a done deal. I mean, there was a date. Things were signed, um, you know, so that's another thing. And it's just like, it, but that momentum and all that, you know, and then we have, we have, I have stuff booked, you know what I mean? I have stuff booked through Absolution. All, everything was set. The stories, the stories were in place. We had a lot, we were, you know, it was January and we had already had jailet tickets on sale we already had you know like debut set like you know the the one yeah. big one that i may have revealed may not have like effie was lined up to to make his aw debut and start at jailet and there was so much other stuff going on and you know uh, there were there were plans we were formulating actual legit plans to build to absolution which almost Never had like we hadn't even ran Gauntlet for the gold yet, and there were at least multiple plans in place for how we were going to get to Absolution, which would have, you know, that stuff would have started within the Gauntlet and then and gone forward from there, and very that almost never happens within AIW. I mean, it does, but not that far out, and that yeah. goes back to the well-oiled machine and how we were. I never felt like we were more organized than. You know, closing out 2019 and going into 2020, it was uh, there was just so much that was just clicking and everything was firing on all cylinders. And it just felt like there was so much more. And, you know, a, a totally other thing that, you know, I, I actually talked about this because um, on Friday uh, I had a little logistics meeting you know with the the doctor of logonomics dr dan uh, <laughs> dom was there and um you know we were just coming up with our checks checks and balances and all this other stuff for um indianapolis this weekend but the one thing that it's just like i feel so bad for is we had that awesome new talent initiative at the, at yes. the last show in february where there was so much talent that we discovered in that thing. And there was such a plan to start integrating a lot of those guys into UXWA shows, as well as we were going to add Winchester shows monthly Mm -hmm. uh, to, you know, work things in with these new guys. And not to mention, you know, some of the newer students that were, you know, like the, the bulking seasons and, you know, then the guys like TKD and stuff like that, like a lot of guys, we just had so much like cooking, you know what I mean? And it's yes. just like that, like that brick wall is just, it, it was devastating. And then it turned into like almost depression. I, I mean, I forgot 
I forgot entirely that we were making plans to do the Winchester a month become a monthly thing and and really you look at who knows if that can ever be a viable thing at this point or when because that venue is so small right. and and you know the, John you always <laughs> you typically say when things are going well you know, I don't know I th- I think we're due for a clunker here or due for a, a stinker <laughs> and in in 2019 uh I think that happened right before we went to uh, right before we went to Jersey. You were unhappy with the show that Billy Kidman was was at. Yeah, seven year itch. Yeah, seven year itch, and so that was then. Uh, but I th- I think that typically you anticipate that it's going to happen every four shows or something. But somehow we went the rest of 2019, and then the very start of 2020 without it. That somewhere in the universe, I guess. <laughs> Yeah, because know, you were man. so positive, the universe had to be like, uh, "Hang on, John. This is why What's I am this the, positivity. This is why I am the way that I am." <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, it, and you know, I don't know if it was just the pressure and everything else, and we were just thriving on the pressure of being live and hitting our times, and um, I don't know. I just, I, I just felt like that second half of. You know, coming out of that Billy Kidman show in that second half of 2019 or, you know, the, the the last three quarters of it, whatever you want to call it, uh, I just felt like we just had such a chip on our shoulder to, you know, prove that we belong in this upper yeah. tier of independent wrestling and we deserve more attention and we were doing everything that we could to get it and, you know, we were doing it differently and we were, we were showcasing different talents and showcasing, you know different types of wrestling we weren't just showing like one style or one whatever and everything was just clicking so well and you know it 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 was devastating with the with the momentum uh just just totally coming to an halt to a halt like i really just had this like you know yesterday i i really like had this like i don't know soul searching like you know why was the covid stuff so difficult um, at times for me because it, it was and there was just a lot of just negativity in it and ultimately like I, I sat and I thought about it for a long time yesterday and I think it really boils down to that momentum and things were finally just clicking so well and it all came to a halt and there was it was absolutely 100% out of my control to fix yeah and you know pressure is a word that you use to describe what we were doing in terms of and, and having a chip on our shoulders and when covid first hit you said it here it's like ah, this is kind of relaxing i can relax a little bit but then when we reflect back yes putting on the shows and having that chip on our shoulders was very stressful and there was pressure but when you look back you're like man it was that good kind of yeah, stress it's like, and it's like pressure the, the thriving pressure yeah you know? the stuff that you you live for right like it's it builds within you like yeah okay i'm looking forward to this like it's got to run like this it's got to go smooth because you're right. and you're proving something to everybody and and you know it's like it, like at first yeah like i didn't feel that pressure inside myself anymore so i was like man i've just never felt more relaxed you know yeah. and then it's just like you just you, you just start to feel like you're just doing nothing with whatever you know and like you're providing nothing to the world and it's just like you're you're going to work and you're going home and like that's it 
and there's just nothing else to look forward to. And it was like, it, it got like really dark and it was just like, man, like I need, I like, I realized like I need that pressure and I need that, you know, that sense of survival or whatever, you know what I mean? Like we, I have to, I, I, I need that to feel alive. And, you know, I know that there's a lot of people that are like, oh, you know, there should be no shows going on right now and all this other stuff. Well, it's like, we're going to do it safely. And it's another form of, I'm going to put that pressure on myself to make sure that I do it right. And I know it can be done right, you know, and like, that's why, you know, when the opportunity presented itself, you know, it's not a ideal situation to do a show five hours away from home, but right. You know, that's, that's what's on the table right now. And, you know, if, if anybody can do it, I think it's us because, you know, we did have that momentum and we did have that well old machine. And while that machine has not been turned on in seven months, <laughs> I do think that, uh, we will be able to rise to the occasion this weekend. I think so too. And, uh, you know, we call this hard sell Monday, but we're 25 minutes into this thing and, and we haven't even really talked about it. Uh, but that's where we are, folks. For the first time in forever, six and a half months, we are bringing a show to you. We're bringing a show to a live audience in attendance. We are bringing a show to you live. If you are viewing at home, uh, you know you can watch it later. But why wait until later? You can watch it at noon on Fight TV. Uh, we're coming to you live from Indianapolis, Indiana. With I assure you, twelve ninety nine open. $12.99 if you want to get the package because we're doubling up with GCW. It's $19.99. Our show is at noon. They are at, what are they at? Uh, 4.30. 4.30. Yeah, 4.30. Yes. So you can watch both of them uh, for $19.99. You could get just AIW for $12.99 on Fight TV, but you can watch it live and you are, you're going to get a show. You're going to get the show that we've been uh, we've it's been waiting gonna, months to do. It's, yeah, we, it, I've, uh, you know, and obviously, you know, uh, we're not just picking right up where we left off. Some stuff Correct. will, some stuff won't. And, uh, you know, I, I tried to put together things that worked best for the... Obviously, there's going to be... We have budgeting restrictions based on attendance restrictions. Um, you know, we, we know where it's a cap. And, you know, speaking of that, we still do have a couple of those two packs left mm -hmm. in the second row. You can still buy them. And uh, I believe there's one general admission ticket available because somebody their situation changed and they asked for a refund. So I did refund their ticket and, uh, you know, you can get one general mission. I, I believe if you're listening to this for $20 and, uh, yeah, you know, I, I just really feel like if we are, once we get there, you know, or once we hit, hit the road on Saturday, uh, I really feel like that, that switch is going to flip in a lot of us that have not been able to do anything in wrestling in the last, you know, six and a half months or whatever it's called. And, uh, you know, I, I think it's, it's going to be that good type of pressure again. I hope, you know, and obviously things could go wrong and things could go bad, but you know, that's one thing that I think that we've, we, we've done better than a lot of people is we do, know how to you know adapt under pressure and audible and things like that so i'm i'm just very i don't know i it's like it's like the first day of school or something you know what i mean yeah like i'm very you know we're a week away right now and i'm i have that like weird like anxious feeling already you know it's a, it's a very strange feeling 
Yeah, and and as John said, some of this is going to carry over, some of it's not. This show is going to be a combination of things that maybe stand alone as uh, as though it were a one-off show, and some things that have continued on in terms of the AIW storytelling and may continue on in the future. But at the time of booking this show, there was no idea when the next show would be. So that's why some of this is going to be laid out the way that it is, but it's going to be... Uh, it's going to be a great show for you. Right. Uh, and, you know, like, you know, before we even go on, like, speaking of that, you know, this collective thing. Yes. Um, that's going to happen October 9th weekend. You know, this came together very quickly. You know, like, when this show was set up, there was no idea that the collective was going to happen. So this show was put together as kind of a, you know, a one-off Let's see, you know, let's get something out there and then, you know, we'll we'll wait again, you know. So uh, obviously we were going to leave some some things open ended still, you know, as, as far as like the absolute title situation and stuff like that, because we had no idea that, you know, we'd be able, we'd be doing a show yeah. again after this, you know, and now, you know, we're doing one a month later almost uh, to the date. Uh, we will be a part of the co- the the new collective. The you know that there's no WrestleMania weekend attached to it. It's just the collective, Independent Wrestling Collective, October 9th, 10th, and 11th in Indianapolis, Indiana. Mm-hmm. We will be Friday night at 8 p.m. Uh, the plan is hopefully to put tickets on sale this Friday. Um, we need to see how many people would like to carry over their tickets that are outstanding from Tampa. And then once we figure out who wants to come, who wants a refund, who says, Hey, just keep the money for whatever, you know, cause there are people that do that too. Like once we right. iron all that out and, you know, not just with AIW, there's, you know, the people that bought collective packages and things like that. Uh, we are hoping that that is all ironed out throughout this week. And then we will know how many tickets can be available uh, by Friday, that's hopefully the plan, you know, as of now, like you guys know, as much as I do, honestly, it was just like, Hey, here's the dates. When do you want to go? Uh, I said, uh, well, you know, if there's no competition, really, I would like to go Friday at 8 PM instead of midnight at like, like we were going to do. Um, and, uh, you know, hopefully, hopefully it works out. Uh, you know, I, I really hope, you know, we get the same kind of energy, especially from our fans in Ohio, that are traveling out this Sunday to, you know, make the trip for that weekend as well, hopefully. And for those wondering, um, a lot of a lot of the promotions that were on board for the original collective plans back on board for this. Uh, I know Black Label Pro is involved. Um, Southern Underground Pro is involved. Uh, Tr- Shimmer is actually going to be a part of the collective. Yes, Southern Underground Pro was also not a part of the original collective. I was there just going to say, in- they were not a part of it, yeah. Um, Shimmer also was not in there in now, which is huge. Um, spring break obviously is going to happen. Effie's big gay brunch, uh, uh, for the culture is, is on the docket as well. I don't know if that's been announced yet. Uh, I believe paradigm pro is getting on board. Uh, glory pro, I think glory pro, and, and, who was, and, yeah, they were involved. They in, were involved. Yeah. Originally. Uh, so it's, it's going to be a lot of shows. It's going to be a full yeah. schedule. Like, uh, I think if people get the WrestleMania weekend idea out of their head and get more of like a music festival idea in their head, yeah, you know that's, what a I good, mean? Like, that's a great, uh, great example. Yeah. Like it's, Excellent it's, it's going there. to be an independent wrestling festival. 
It's going to be an mm-hmm. independent wrestling festival, you know, and, and you know, obviously we're not going to have that gigantic controlled wrestling fan like draw that WrestleMania brings in, but we're hoping that, you know, it, it, it's a it, it's a central location in the Midwest and we're hoping that we can get a enough people to come and support all these shows and promotions. Uh it's a gigantic gigantic venue. Uh we're going to do tw- I believe it's 25% capacity. So, you know, probably there's probably only going to be 300 to 500 yeah, tickets available say, for yeah. every show. So, you know, if we can get a, a good controlled amount of wrestling fans from across the country to descend on Indianapolis for that weekend, uh, I think this this could be something that does turn into a standalone thing that does not rely on WrestleMania. But, you know, it's never been done before, so... You know, it is kind of a, you know, nobody knows, you know, it's, it's kind of like looking into the unknown and, you know, all that AIW and all the other promotions can do is just hope that the support is there. Yeah. And if you want more information on what's going on, including if you already know you can't make it that weekend and you want to know about streaming packages or individuality, you can, of course, follow at AI Wrestling on everything, but also on Twitter, follow at Collective 2020. And all of the information is, is kind of coming through there in terms of uh, the group uh, packaging yes. of things. So, And, you know, they're also going to be handling if you had tickets and you can't make it now that it's not in Tampa, uh, you know, they're going to be kind of rolling out a plan for that and, you know, what the steps you can take to do. Uh, to, to kind of, you know, square up however, you know, like they're going to be offering all sorts of different kind of options if you cannot make it and you had a ticket. So, but that's, like I said, that's why tickets are not going to go on sale until this upcoming weekend at the earliest because there is a lot of stuff that needs to be figured out because, you know, it is relocating from Tampa to Indianapolis. Yeah. Uh, but it's but it's happening, you know what I mean? You don't have to wait till next year. It's it's happening before next year, so. That's right. Thunder in Indianapolis. <laughs> I, I like I said it came together quick. I didn't have time to come up with a fancy new show <laughs> title. <laughs> well, we told, we had a whole bunch of them rattled off we could have borrowed from, but why change the poster completely if you just have to put a little stamp over the top of one word? Who That's cares? That's right. You know, we're on a budget. Uh you know, it's it's a hard sell Monday, and we don't have old Wesley Presley here, so uh, I don't know what his internet situation is. Yeah, you know, I I guess we give you the best we give you the best uh, West Barkley hard sell that we possibly could. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's going down this Sunday, Jack. You got to be there, pal. For AIWI is sure you we're open. We are open. Yes, sir. You know it. I guarantee that, Jack. And of course, the Rip City Shooters, you know, with my man, Mr. Brickster, taking on Second Gear Crew, whatever that is. Second Gear Crew. Rip City is always in fourth gear. I don't know about going to a second gear. And they got Fonzie Daddy. They cheated last time. We'll talk, pal. We'll talk, Fonzie. I know you're trying to get away from me, Daddy, but whatever. You're going to be over there in a corner doing who knows what. But I got the intense icon and Mr. Brick. Plus, Filthy Tom taking on Ethan Page, who is jacked. Have you seen this guy? He is jacked. He's going to be a karate man. Filthy Tom, don't worry. There's still a spot in Rip City for you, pal. You just let me know. Dom Garini taking I will on the say, tank I, I will man. say that. <laughs> I will say. I will say <laughs> that uh, we uh, we are going to allow Ethan Page to do the karate man gimmick, whatever the fuck that is. There it is. There it is. 
Oh, now I gotta go back into Wes Barkley somehow here. Lee Moriarty, oh, Aaron, Aaron Stevens, Aaron Stevens, <laughs> bring the cookies, to. bring the cookies, Jack. I'm gonna eat the cookies, Jack. Tiger style, Lee Moriarty. What's up, Swaggle and Lee Everett? Levi, Levi Everett, Swaggle, Levi. I don't know if they have midgets in Amish country, but a midget is gonna wrestle an Amish guy this Sunday. You can get it on Fight TV at noon. That's all. That's all the Wes Barkley that I got. I don't even know what to go from there, man. It's uh, it's, it's tough. Whew. I mean, it's. <laughs> It's exhausting, isn't it? It is exhausting. Yeah, it's it's very exhausting. Uh, my goodness. But those are matches that are happening. Uh, yeah, Levi Everett and Swaggle, we've already talked about. More has been released. Zach Thomas and Derek Director. With So this is another uh, a thing. A new portion of the production was introduced in, in dark, Akron. It, it, in a dark match, kind of in a tryout s- yeah. scenario in we, Akron. Ziggy, Ziggy Heim joining Haim? Uh, Haim? I think Heim. Like, it is like, Haim. Haim? Haim. Yes. Oh, it I thought it was Haim, like Corey Haim. No, no, it is it is Haim. Okay. Uh, and... That's why you're a broadcast journalist. <laughs> uh, so she is now part, the first female member of the production. She is uh, going to be there alongside Derek Director as he takes on Zach Thomas. You, know, you can talk about momentum. There's a dude that had a ton of momentum. Zach Thomas, 2019, going into 2020. Uh, and he hit a brick wall because everybody i mean show, really show stop. I, like honestly everybody hit a brick wall which is oh, it's terrible sure. it's terrible and i i just don't i don't think the fans understand like that just i had i really had to just get that momentum thing out today because it's a real thing you know and it's it, it it's hard to get back on track when that momentum stops yeah, I think I think we'll be able to. I hope we'll be able to. Um, but I mean, it's 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 going to take a little bit to get going. You know, I I, I, I do think that. I, th- I think one of the ones that you threw on here um, that is it is great to get that momentum back for because there are going to be people who now discover AIW for the very first time, don't know what we're about, and right off the rip, they're getting PME versus Two Infinity and Beyond. And if you've never seen that, even though it's happened multiple times, this is the final showdown. It's coming. And who we are, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to put too much pressure on it, I guess, because this is their first, first thing really back in, in all this time. But I'm looking forward to it. I mean, when the thought was that this was going to be our only show, you know what I mean? It was just like, well, you got to throw this one out there, right? Just in case. Uh, this is the only show f- again for a long time, so that was honestly, you know, th- this was supposed to happen at the Collective in Tampa. It was built up in, uh, you know, February to Infinity Beyond won the won the number one contendership uh, at Built to Last, and we didn't think that there was going to be a Collective, you know. So it was just like, okay, we're we're throwing this one out there in Indianapolis because this is, uh, you know. Nine nine times out of ten, a sure thing. So let's throw it out there. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's that's a variety. Like we said, this this is kind of a, a hodgepodge of things that were planned, and some things that could just stand uh, on their own. Lee Moriarty and Eric Stevens, I had mentioned that was that was a planned thing. Collective, we talked about that before. Um, those guys will be going going at it there, and uh, a four way match that certainly has the capability to steal the show. When we talk about momentum, one guy in this match has a ton of momentum. Two guys in this match, I should say, have a ton of momentum in Trey Lamar 
and Ben Carter, who was at the New Talent Initiative, but has been able to work various promotions as of recently. And those guys have kind of stirred up and created some momentum, especially with Alex Shelley taking them under his wing along with Lee Moriarty. But we also have Johnny Patch, who you'd mentioned, was involved in some stuff previously. And yeah, then, he's, he came in, he did a couple kind of tryout dark match things yeah. uh, over, you know... 2019 um just kind of check him out see him in person and you know he's been showing up and helping and you know doing all that sort of thing and um you know there's a lot of people that advocate for him um which you know sometimes goes a long way with me sometimes does not but you know he like i said he's been showing up he's been doing the right things he had a couple very impressive tryout you know dark match situations oh yeah um and uh, there were a couple other people considered for this slot and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, did not work out. And I thought, you know what, let's just, let's let's throw Johnny Patch a bone. Um, you know, he's kind of an under the radar guy and he is capable of doing some really amazing things. So, um, you know, uh, that that's that's what I'm you know, that's what I'm going for. If, you know, if we could expose people to new wrestlers this Sunday um, that are not familiar with AIW or, you know, if they are familiar with AIW, they're probably not familiar with Johnny Patch. And, uh, you know, that's kind of the, the, the thought process in putting Johnny Patch in there. And, you know, uh, also goes without saying, you know, Chase Oliver, another yep. incredible, incredible guy who had just come back from injury. Talk and, about momentum. You know, He's, was starting to get his feet back underneath them and, you know, getting back in the swing of things. And then, boom, brick wall again. Yeah. Uh, he's a guy that really had to start rebuilding his momentum. So even as we talked about this amazing well-oiled machine that 2019 was for AIW, we grabbed a lot of new fans in 2019. And a lot of you, if you're listening, may have even been unfamiliar with Chase Oliver, who is a guy at one point, out of the AIW Academy, a lot of people may have looked at and said he may have the highest ceiling of anybody that that had come out. Injuries, very uh, in the various capacities, kind of put that all on the back burner. And uh, man, we hadn't seen him in over a year. And finally, in February uh, of this year, we got to see him back. He was at built to last, and he was on a show at Hey Yo, and and just like John said, brick wall, man. So here's a guy trying to start to build momentum, and a lot of you are potentially going to see him for the first time again. But that that match right there, that four-way, there's going to be a lot going on. I have high hopes for it, you know? I mean, sometimes it's a kiss of death, though. You know? Yeah, yeah. But uh, I, it, it is one of those kind of under-the-radar matches, too, to where – it does not probably on paper to the average fan have a high expectation rate. How about the fact that uh, you are, you're booking a match here now in, in 2020 and the marquee name potentially on that, on that match, John is Trey Lamar. <laughs> you know, I mean, Trey is, uh, you know, we've been praising him too much lately. Maybe we should just move on. <laughs> no, I mean, Trey, you know, I feel like, Trey, I feel like for Trey to be where he's at right now, he did have to have some of those hard times in AIW and learn some of those hard lessons 
uh, for various mistakes or various things that he was oblivious to that he was even doing, you know? Yeah. Um, but I, I do feel that all of that is, you know, turned into the, the Trey Lamar product that is happening right now and excelling. And, um, uh... They're really the only the only other match on here that uh, I hadn't yet mentioned. Uh, we have tag team action between the young studs Eric Ryan and Bob Beverly. Some AIW mainstays. Uh, if you are a true AIW fan, you know these guys. You love it. If you're a fan of WrestleRager, you know this is this is a tag team where they really come to life in WrestleRager, and it comes to shine because you get you used to get 300 people packed on that back. They usually do singles at Russell Rager, so you get a two. You get the two two entrances. Now they, yeah, for the one year they had the tag match. They did have a tag match one year though, I think, and uh, it was Listen, Russell Rager three. What, I think, but what he's trying to say is he wants everybody singing "Love in an Elevator" this Sunday in Indianapolis. <laughs> it's just you miss that moment, and and Russell, you know, that's that's a thing that I look forward to every year at Russell Rager because they're all right on top of you, and then you get the whoa, well, yeah. Whatever, man, it's great. But they which are taking little, which, on... Which a little inside story on that uh, yeah. theme, which I don't know if that was ever discussed or not, but um, Eric Ryan and Chandler Briggins uh, many, many, many moons ago were in a very uh, shady strip club by the name of Bugsy Speakeasy in like Elyria, <laughs> Ohio. And uh, a, gal was, a gal was dancing to love in the elevator. And uh, Briggins said... <laughs> This is your entrance music now, <laughs> and uh, that's that's the story of Love and Elevator and Eric Ryan. <laughs> Always good when you can roll out a, a new Chandler Biggins story, even in twenty twenty. Uh, but they are taking on the contingent of forty acres made up of AJ Gray and PB Smooth. So uh, you know you get the whole the whole trio of forty acres. On this show, which again, a lot of people maybe not even familiar that that is a stable or a thing, but it's it's you know be I know AJ Gr- I, I know AJ Gray's got a lot of momentum going right now too, but you know he's getting the good old fashioned AIW forty acres AJ and PB team treatment. You know, like I know he's his big time star in the Pro Wrestling Illustrated these days, but. <laughs> Hey, we're all put, three of those guys in PWI, by the way. We're putting we're putting the we're putting the team out there because, you know, we can't leave our boy PB Smooth out there hanging. You know what I'm saying? PB yeah. Smooth is another guy that you know has has struggled with momentum through you know 2019 and 2020, and uh, you know I think that quarantine has really motivated him. To be perfectly honest, it's motivated him. In a variety of ways. Um, if you're somebody who follows him on any sort of social media, uh, not even non in the non-wrestling world, PB is a motivated man doing yeah um, awesome, impactful things. This is this is what I'll say. You know, I'm you know obviously I I try to keep all political whatever stuff off the podcast. You, yeah. you know, sometimes it slips through when we've had worldwide on and things like that. Uh, <laughs> But I will say, you know, no matter on what side of the fence you are on the issues that are happening throughout the country, someone like PB Smooth, uh, who I've told privately, is actually trying to bring both sides together, which not too many people are doing. And it is 
it is very commendable. You know, he is doing things where he is setting up, um, you know, breakfasts with police officers and, you know, uh, African-American youths and uh, really trying to bring the community together uh, and provoke change where he lives in Erie. And, uh, you know, I, I think that a lot of people can learn a lot of things from PB Smooth when it comes to actually trying to push change through. Um, you know, some people it's, you know, it's the old, you know, do you want to, you know, do you want to talk about it or do you want to be about it? PB Smooth is about it and he is doing things and he's not a guy that is just tweeting opinions. He is going out and he is starting conversations in his community and he is trying to really provide positive change where he lives. And uh, I really do think that whether you're on, you know, one side or the other, uh, he is approaching it right by trying to bring both sides together in a positive manner. Yeah, well, I mean, well said, well said, um, you know, seek out, seek out PB. His, his social media handles uh, complicated, but just search pretty boy smooth on uh, Instagram or Twitter and you'll find him. I think it's like PB underscore fresh number two death. I, death I'm not sure, but it's easier just search pretty boy smooth. I know that was uh, terrible, but that's a great. And, you know, he is, he is one guy that, you know, I've had an open kind of dialogue about all the stuff that's going on. And, you know, he's somebody that will, uh, not he, he will he will listen to to everything you know and he'll he'll tell you he sees it from this side and he also sees it from this side and um you know it's very it's very interesting though uh, to see that you know he is actually out there doing things and uh, you know he is one of the few i, I feel uh, as far as wrestling is concerned that is really trying to you know push change through where he lives and uh i don't know how many people are aware of it and i think you know if the the people that listen to this podcast i think that they should be aware of it because it it is uh it's i think it's a very good thing that he's doing you know he's not uh, just sitting there and condemning people and uh not uh not trying to offer solutions he's out there trying to you know make make a change and you know i really do I, i appreciate what he's doing and i've told him that in private as well. And he's he's a guy who there there are no dumb questions in PB's world that you can ask. He's happy that you are asking the questions. So he's willing to sit down and answer or find an answer for you and educate. He's he's happy that you're trying to educate yourself, which is which goes a long way. I think uh, it'd be great if more people were uh, on bo- again on both sides were happy for that and could have that yeah, sure. I mean, you know, conversation, like, and that's what you know, and that's what I think is really best about what he's trying to do. You know, if you have a a question or you have a different point of view, he will, you know, he'll answer it. Or sometimes he'll, you know, sometimes he'll say, "Well, wow, that does make some sense." Or, you know, he's not just saying like, "Hey, it's my way or no way." Yeah. Um, and you know, I think that shows when he's out there and he's, you know, he's going on radio stations and he's promoting these you know these events with police officers and trying to bring the community together and um you know i think it's uh i think it's good i think there's a lot more um things that can can come positive from that than not 
you know, and I, oh, yeah. I know I know that it is a very hot button topic, and you know, some people don't might not even agree with what he's doing, but I do think that his heart is in the right place, and it should be acknowledged. And he's gonna entertain um, your ignorance un- until you let your asshole shine, basically. And I, and I I don't mean like your physical asshole. I mean until you until you allow it to be painfully obvious that you're just being an asshole. Then he'll be like, all right, we're done here. But and kudos that's, to and him that, for his patience, even. And that's what I mean. I mean, you know, sometimes you know, like uh, some people have a different point of view with him, and sometimes he will take it and you know he he will apply it to the things he's trying to do and sometimes it just does not work but he's also not going to shun you from his life or whatever and yeah um, you know he's had a very open dialogue with me about all his experiences thus far throughout everything and uh you know he did express to me that you know he was a little disappointed that the uh, the first event was not as well received but you know, I told him, you know, just stick stick to it. And, you know, I, I don't think I don't know that this podcast is going to make the next one uh, more well received. But I did think that it was worth, you know, more people knowing what he is doing uh, to try to, uh, you know, bring bring both sides of whatever is going on together and at least try to get a solution in his local community. Uh, I, I am unfortunately going to. <laughs> throw a cheap plug in here real quick just because we are talking about pb but uh since we typically try to stick to wrestling on this show i have my own show with other interests of mine called happy hour with steve guy and i have an amazing conversation with pb if you look up that podcast uh, spotify google uh apple where, wherever um it's like a half an hour conversation with PB and everything that he's trying to do. So if you really want to know more of what we're saying, I encourage you to go there and learn about this dude and just the good stuff that he's trying to Which, do. Which, you know, I, I listen, like, the, that's, you know, my thing is whatever. Everyone, like, whatever you think you think, I don't care. Yeah. But don't don't tell people what they think is wrong when you're not providing some sort of other solution than I I don't like that, you know? Yeah. Uh, And I don't care. And that goes for both sides. You know, I'm not right saying any side. I'm just saying that there's a lot of shouting Mm -hmm. with no solution. Mm -hmm. And that's what I hate. And I, I, you know, me personally, I will, I will tone that stuff out. But when PB is trying to, de-escalate things locally and bring people together and you know having an open dialogue with the police and getting involved and getting involved with the community making his own scholarship yeah making his own scholarship you know like he is doing a lot of things to where okay you know i'm gonna listen to what this guy has to say whether I agree or disagree is irrelevant he is doing something and I appreciate that Mm -hmm. and you know, some of the other stuff when you're on social media, there's a lot of like, hey, it's 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 this way. Well, yeah. OK, like you're elaborate, you're an, you know, you're an like, idiot for what you think you're thinking. Well, and, well, OK, why am I and, an idiot? And I get that. There's a lot of idiots. You know what I mean? For like, sure. But tell them why they're an idiot. Or right. Or, <laughs> or do something to like, listen, if you like everybody has been yelled at, I don't want to turn this into a thing, but like. If somebody, you remember every person that's ever called you an idiot before, and you resent them for it. So that is not going to provide any sort of change in their opinion. They are just going to become more resentful. 
PB is not calling anybody an idiot. He's saying, hey, you over here, let's come to this table. You over here, let's come to this table. Let's talk about it. And I think that he is doing a good thing. But, you know, when you go on social media, you see a lot of, well, this guy's an idiot and this girl's an idiot and this person's an idiot. And, you know, uh, okay, well, how do we solve this problem? Well, I have no, I have no solution for that. You know, and then the person that's just been called an idiot, they just get more angry. So it's yep. just like, I don't know. Um, and like I said, I, I'm not a very political person, but I did want to give PB some love because I appreciate that, you know, he is trying to do something when in a world full of just, hey, I'm going to say this for a Twitter like or a Twitter retweet. And yeah. that's the equivalent of your social activism. Like. PB is out there, you know, and he ain't even yep. talking about it. He ain't tweeting about it. He ain't doing it for pictures and, you know, Twitter clout. This guy is out there in the community, you know, walking into his police station, meeting with police officers, meeting with inner city youths, like asking, you know, what are your, you know, what are your concerns with the police and vice versa. And, yeah. uh, you know, he's, I, I, I just really genuinely appreciate that. And I've told him in private, but. I I just think that what he's doing is commendable no matter what side of the coin you are on on these topics. Like you have to appreciate that this guy is doing more than talking on social media like everybody else. 100%. Um man, let's <laughs> It's difficult, but let's hey, let's roll back into wrestling now. Uh I just you know, I, no I just segue, but yeah. I just wanted to give him some some much needed love because I you know he's a very humble guy, and I don't think people understand what he's what he's out there trying to do. And it's, yeah, well deserved. And I know that there are people that are on one side of the coin that are very bothered by the constant criticism or whatever, and then the other side of the coin, they're very bothered by the you know the pushback. You know, there's a lot of just tension in the world right now, and PB is out there trying to at least de-escalate it in Erie, Pennsylvania, and it's yeah. a small little portion of the world, but you have to appreciate it. Sometimes what tension needs is a uh, a six foot nine man with a large wingspan to bring it all together for one big hug as only he can. Uh, so hey, as we as we roll back into wrestling and and uh, try to wind this thing down, we, we covered a lot. We told you about the collective again. Follow at Collective Twenty Twenty to stay updated on everything that's happening there, whether it be ticketing or uh, streaming packages and individual items as well. Uh, it's it, That's going to be a great resource for you over the next month. That is October 9th, 10th, and 11th. Again. And Monday is, you know, I know it's not everybody yeah. gets it, but Monday is Columbus Day, yes, I believe. Of that so week, yeah. There are a good amount of people maybe that are off work already that Monday. So, you know, hey, maybe you take Friday off to make sure you don't miss AIW. And, uh, you know, you make a weekend out of it, a long weekend of wrestling out of it. And, yeah. you know, as always, the safety precautions are going to be in full effect. Yes. Masks required, hand sanitizer stations, uh, 25% capacity in the in the building, lots of spacing. So we are going to do it as safely as possible, as always. Um, and just, you know, listen, we've all been cooped up. We want to get back to normal this is you know this is a step you know and if you can I, I i think everybody would appreciate it if you support it because all these promotions are putting a lot on the line to take this chance 
And uh, yeah, as John said, we will be doing it safe. The venue that we will have in October is an indoor space, but typically seats a few thousand people. So uh, it'll be at 25% capacity, whatever that ends up being. Yeah, I think it's probably three to 500, as we said earlier. Uh, and again, this weekend, still very few tickets remaining for I assure you we're open this Sunday, uh, September the 6th. Uh, a couple second row packages that are two seats each. Yeah, I think there's three or four two two packs available. Okay. And if, if they not- don't if they don't sell, I may make single second row tickets available and split them up. But we're trying to keep the same seating chart as GCW to make the turnover quicker. Mm-hmm. So if you can buy them, I'd appreciate that to make less work for everybody. And yes. one general mission ticket, I believe. And, uh, again, if you can't make the trip to Indianapolis, if you're not going to be there with us, then be watching us and, uh, be there with the commentary team from the comfort of your own home. We will be streaming live on fight TV at noon. It is 1299. If you want to get the tandem package with GCW, it is 1999 and that show will and be I- at four four thirty. And I think if you pre-order it, they fight gives you some free credits towards your account. So they hey, can there apply you go. later. There you go. Um, and listen, uh, you know, here's the hard sell. A couple thousand people listen to this podcast a week. If I can get 50% of you to order this pay-per-view on fight Sunday, it would really help AIW out. You know, we've obviously had very minimal income. Um, there's a, you know, the the story that's the same story of every industry in America probably right now. Yeah. Everybody's struggling. Um if you have the twelve ninety nine or the nineteen ninety nine to spare this Sunday, it would be greatly appreciated because it's gonna go it's gonna go a long way and um we are going to put our best foot forward this Sunday. There's no doubt in my mind. And uh yeah, you know, hard sell. Please, please please purchase the pay-per-view on fight TV yeah help us uh, help us make the collective happening happen and uh, also this is going to contribute since we've been off for so long momentum has been the key to this conversation uh, for the last hour here and we'll we'll wrap it up with that still being the key because after the collective we don't know what's going to happen yet. There are a lot of moving pieces and parts to what's going on in Ohio right now. And it looks like, fingers crossed, but things change from day to day. We may be able to have a show in Ohio by the end of 2020. But we need to keep the momentum going. And to be able to do that, we we could use the help financially and um, just the show of support by you streaming uh, through Fight TV, so that uh, it can be, it can come off as being worthwhile to Fight TV and Smart Mark Video to, uh, you know, it's got to be financially sound and viable for them to do it. It's got to make sense right. there. So show and, them that it does make and sense. And I guess I'll comment on that real quick as far as yeah. Ohio is concerned. Um, you know, the latest updates are Ohio has seen an over 30% decrease in COVID positive cases. Um, I, I believe in the month of August, and uh, I think today came out that it was kind of the lowest reported number in quite some time 
today. Uh, so things seem to be going in a very positive direction as far as Ohio is concerned. Um, there is an athletic commission meeting this week, I believe, this week or next week. Um, like I, I think I said last week, shows can technically happen in Ohio, but there is a lot of red tape that needs to be kind of sorted through. My thought process is by November or December, we could possibly be at a little bit more normalcy. You know, obviously 15% in the Odeon is not doable for us financially. Right. Um, or the Odeon for that matter, to be perfectly honest. But um, it seems things are going in the right direction. So if we can get this, you know, that hot, that, you know, hot button word momentum back, <laughs> uh, started this Sunday and into the collective. I'm just hoping that the, you know, the momentum and some positivity makes Ohio open for business, you know, by November, maybe, uh, even de December and, uh, we can get things back on track to close the year out and uh start working working towards 2021 i mean that's really the goal right now is you know let's get the train back on the track yep and hey while we will probably not be able to be full capacity no matter where we go for some time to keep the wave rolling and keep things financially viable for as, us the as more matthew justice says you got to ride the wave you got to ride right. the wave the more, the more people that stream, the more it helps us make up for the lack of attendance that uh, that we have to get through. So keep that oh, in and mind. And I will say, I will say, Sunday we are going to try to figure out a way to do a Bill Alfonso meet and greet safely. You know, photo ops, uh, autographed eight by tens. Um, there you go. You know, we're gonna have to we're gonna we're gonna get with Fonzie and work that out and come up with a plan that feels as safe as possible but uh you know be prepared you know if if you want to meet bill alfonso we're gonna we're gonna work something out sunday at the show it's gonna be good to get him away from those alligators yeah no shit <laughs> uh well anything else you want to touch on here john i think we covered quite a bit we got it all no i mean if you know it's just uh like i said i, I have that weird anxiousness going and as we started talking, it started kind of coming out more, you know what I mean? And like, uh, there's, there's some excitement there. I hope other people are excited and, um, please, you know, if you're on the fence about coming Sunday, let's, let's sell those last couple tickets and, uh, you know, let's just, let's, let's, let's get things going, you know, uh, it's just, I'm, I'm ready. I'm, I'm ready for it. I think a lot of people are ready for it. Let's get AIW back back into the world this Sunday. Yeah, hey, main, main event with the Second Gear crew. Uh, a thing that really um, kind of partially came together within AIW as well as a couple other promotions where these guys were, but uh, Matt Justice, Manser, 
and Manders with Fonzie in their corner. Uh, a lot of people already know who the second gear crew is. And if you're wondering about the Rip City shooters and what this rivalry is about, I encourage you to watch Hey Yo if you have IWTV and check out the end of it. It is the debut of uh, Mr. Brickster as well. Even though he's not in the match, he makes his presence known at the end. And that blood has just been boiling for the last six and a half months. And the feud the rivalry that is joshua bishop the intense icon uh with wes barkley in his corner and matthew justice and and fonzie is well known and uh perhaps the most well-known part of it is if you go back to may of 2019 and uh you watch that balcony spot as it's come to be known uh dvd out of the out of the 20-foot balcony at the odeon uh, yeah just incredible visual and And that's uh, that really sets off the, the the feud there. You know, they're they're kind of been inseparable ever since. And one thing I'll say about Mr. Brickster, who maybe people know Mr. Brickster through his work with IWTV or, or, or yeah. other things. This is a a uh, I don't know what to call it a reimagining of Mr. Brickster. I don't know. It's not the guy that you have seen before. You know, it's the same person. However, it is a completely different presentation. And, um, you know, he's another guy who, he did the new talent initiative and, um, you know, he's obviously been a favorite of the Rip City Shooters for quite some time. Um, we, we pulled the trigger on the, on the group, you know, after he, he did the tryout and, um, you know, he did very well at the new talent initiative and, uh, you know, we debuted him, we rolled the dice on it, and I had a, a very good talk with him at Thursday's Lounge, which, RIP Thursday's Lounge, the Akron yeah. After Party Spot, COVID-19, took it out. They've announced that they cannot stay in business any longer because of COVID. Um, but at Thursday's Lounge, I pulled Brickster aside, and I, I gave him a, a nice talk, who, you know, he was very down on wrestling because he has not caught on, really. And, um, you know, we talked about this new presentation of them and this, you know, different side of them. And, uh, I'm, I'm really excited to get back to that as well, because, you know, he's not the guy that you've seen. He's not going to be the goof, goofy guy. Um, it's going to be a, a different, a, a different side of him. And that's what I think AW does well with this kind of tweaking people and, you know, uh, figuring out different ways to present them. And if you've seen, there are a lot of people on this show that likely you've seen in a promotion before if you're new to us, but uh, I can assure you, AIW brings the best out of a lot of these people. You've probably seen Tom Lawler and Ethan Page all over the place. Of course, uh, Ethan Page is a uh, now former tag champ, but longest reigning is a tag champ uh, at TNA slash Impact Wrestling but what you get from him at AIW is is something else, and it's it's always been top notch. Ethan Page and the Tom Lawler that you get at AIW is a very special uh, Tom Lawler as well. So that whole thing coming together is going to I, that, I mean that's one that I'm looking forward to right there. Yeah, um, you know, and Ethan Page, you know, a lot of people don't even know that, like, we were really the first American promotion to give him a platform, and, um, you know, he's obviously gone on to gigantic success, international superstar, Um, and Tom Lawler, 
somewhat of a similar story, to be perfectly honest. But uh, I just encourage everybody, you know, if you are an AIW fan, you get it. You understand it. You know what we are about. And, you know, if that's what's weird about AIW. It's like if you're kind of in the cult or in the family or whatever you want to call it, like (laughs) it makes so much sense. Yeah. But there are a lot of people that aren't. So I encourage all of you that are listening to this to please, as, uh, uh, you know, as uh, Name Redacted has referred to me over the last week as a cult leader. Uh, he thinks I am a cult <laughs> leader, the person who I've said that uh, we will no longer <laughs> discuss on this podcast. Uh, this, is, uh, this is me speaking as your cult leader that I've been accused of being. Go out and recruit some new AIW fans to take a chance on this pay-per-view this Sunday on fight for 1299 and uh you know let's see if we can we can get some more people addicted i I suppose uh because we need that we need that momentum going into the collective and beyond because i do feel i i I feel that ohio coming back and aiw being back in cleveland is it's so close i could taste it like and i've not felt like we have been close at all during this entire process of this pandemic um it's just been a roller coaster and it's been disappointment after disappointment but i've never felt like it was like about to happen and i really feel like we are so close to aw coming back in cleveland and we just need to get that momentum going again and we need to get as much support as possible this sunday and at the collective and hopefully you know come november or december we are back home where we belong in cleveland ohio uh to a a reduced capacity sellout somewhere in the greater cleveland area and on that note once again for the final time make sure that you uh if you're not going to be with us in indianapolis indiana buy it on fight tv $12.99, you can get the tandem package to go along with it if you'd rather do that and watch GCW as well. Coming on at 4.30, AIW is on at noon. That group package is uh, $19.99. And there are a few tickets remaining, as we said. Uh, Head into uh, shop.aiwrestling.com for those and follow AI Wrestling on social media everywhere john thorne i will leave you with this uh the cleveland indians did not win their game so if you need that piece of information there you go sad day i've become a big baseball fan during COVID. uh ladies and gentlemen thank you so much for tuning in uh, hopefully we're gonna see so many of your faces i'm nervous to end this because when we end this it means like it is like a really show week. it's real it's real <laughs> i know i feel like i'm putting it off but that's I why i keep ex- this out <laughs> that's why i keep extending it because it's like when we press stop it's like it's go you know it's time to go it's you know it's it's time to start getting the stuff together and uh you know I, I, I released what was filmed for Patreon, um, the new championship belts unboxing. It is now available on the AW YouTube for everybody. I got to remember to bring those new belts. Uh, you know, there's a lot of stuff I got to pack and get in order. And I just feel like when I press stop, it is going to be a whirlwind of my week beginning. And, uh, it's it's making me nervous now you know I mean, that's why i keep that's why i keep keeping it going because i'm scared i'm, I got, I'm it's real i got things to I'm do anxious. though i gotta i gotta put this cold open package together still uh john I, thorne hey how about this i i 
I have a a I purchased a new blazer that I'm gonna wear. Oh, uh, I I finally got my AIW tracksuit uh, that Eric Ryan made. So, yeah, I yeah. gotta I gotta get mine. But uh, you told me I had to suit up, so uh, I got something special. It's pretty wild. I, I tried to get something that seemed I don't know Jersey esque. So uh, since I'm gonna we have to get with Derek, Clark's I'm gonna thing. have to get I'm gonna have to get with Derek director and uh, come up with a pre show playlist. Yeah, and uh, really try to get the party going. Really '90s style stuff. You want to you want to see this jacket? Since you're trying to extend things here, John Thorne, I'll show you. Oh boy, oh boy. There's a lot going on there. It's a very busy jacket. <laughs> but uh, you feel good. You feel good. Can we? What do you think? You want to? Yeah. You want me to talk to you a little bit more here, buddy? <laughs> no, it's like it's like talking somebody <laughs> off the ledge, man. It's like. <laughs> No, I mean, I should, you know, we should wrap it up, but, uh, yeah, it's just, uh, I, I hope that this podcast has captured the, the anxious ex- excitement that, uh, is flowing throughout the AIW offices and, um, you know, everybody involved is so excited to get back to work on Sunday. Um, and really the work is going to start as soon as we press stop on this recording, we are all, you know working on various projects to make sure the show runs smoothly and um yeah i'm just i'm very excited i appreciate everybody that has purchased the ticket so far or uh, a fight tv stream and like i said the more people that we can get on board for this sunday whether it be purchasing those last couple tickets or a fight pay-per-view stream uh it would be greatly appreciated because i do feel like even though we hit that brick wall, the momentum is, is going to come back for this company. And, uh, you know, it's just, it, 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 I refuse to lose to, to COVID-19 and the pandemic. And I think a lot of us do. And I think we're ready to, you know, get back to what our plan for 2020 was and prove that we are built to last. Can I, you know what, John Thorne? I thought of one thing. I won't mention a name, but this Sunday is the final show for a longtime AIW roster member. I know, and we will do something for that person. I cleared it. I, I spoke to that person. Um, but somebody will be leaving AIW forever and going on to greater, greater things within the wrestling industry. Uh, this Sunday will be the farewell for someone who will be headed to the Florida region um i believe as soon as uh very quickly week, next yeah. week yeah so there will be as long as uh you know time permits there will be a nice little farewell for somebody this sunday a celebration and of course um afterwards during gcw we will be celebrating with them probably out in the crowd and uh having a good time but, uh, yeah, this will be somebody's farewell this Sunday. So uh, be prepared for that. There you go, folks. We're going to run you through. Uh, cliffhanger. Cliffhanger. Uh, that's right, buddy. We're going to run you through a gamut of emotions uh, on this episode and this Sunday. So make sure you check it all out. It's AIW's I Assure You We're Open. That's going to do it for us here. I thought about blowing it, but uh, I don't think we're allowed. I didn't want to ruin no, it. No, no, no. We're not allowed. We're not allowed. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Just Sunday, <laughs> come out. It's going to be a farewell party for somebody. 
Uh, so for AIW owner John Thorne, my name is Steve Guy. We will talk to you next week if we don't see you on Sunday uh, right here on AIW's The Card is Going to Change. Actually, the podcast probably won't come out Monday because we'll still be in Indianapolis. So we might take next week off. Well, there goes or, that momentum. Oh. Well, or come out on like Tuesday or Wednesday. There, there you go. Take that. We're going to use uh, preempted, preempted, the government Monday. Preempted by the Westminster Dog Show or whatever that used to make Raw not be on. It'll be a government Monday release uh, on Tuesday instead. There you go, folks. But anyway, thanks so much. We'll talk to you. We'll talk to you when we talk to you. Aaron AIW's The Card is Going to Change.